Well, welcome everybody. It's Ryan Coleman, Hometown Realty, and you're listening to my podcast. We're back in the studio. I've got my lovely wife with me. Is this the first time on the podcast? This is my first time yeah, on just, the podcast. Well, good. Welcome, welcome. Barely even knew it existed. Ah, come on now. <laughs> Why are you giving me, don't give me any slack on the radio. No. Come on. We're doing a lot of work over here on the podcast. I know. That's what I'm saying. You do so much work. I don't even know what you're doing. So anyway, we've got our podcast. I got my lovely wife here. We just got done doing a radio show. And so we wanted to jump on here and kind of give you some local market updates. Um, I know we do a lot of content on here. Mm-hmm. So this one's good for the housing market, you guys, if you're in East Tennessee. And we're also going to cover the U.S. So you guys listening all around the country, kind of get an idea of what the whole market is doing in a whole. First quarter officially down in the books. It's hard to believe, right? That's right. First quarter almost down, and it, the spring market is here, so we're talking about that. I know we were chatting last time about a little bit of what you had to do to get your house ready for the market, but what to expect. So we're going to talk about what to expect in the housing market, kind of go over some stats in there. So let's look at housing supply. Let's just jump right into it number of homes on the market across the country. If you're not familiar with that, if another home was sold tomorrow, so our existing inventory in our market or across the country, if another home is not listed in your area, how long would it take to sell off that existing inventory? So in a healthy market, guys, in an you know, average or abnormal, mm-hmm. say average market, average market is about six months of inventory. We're right now in January. Of course, this is uh, in our market. Uh, 4.4, and then seasonally adjusted here um, for February is 3.9. And let me rephrase, that is actually across the country at 3.9. So across the country, we got about 3.9 months of supply of inventory on the market. Hmm. It's not a lot. It's not a lot, and I think some of the biggest concerns and what we were talking about today was... um, where do we see the market going, the interest rates? We do the feds came back and uh, they did a little bit of lowering of the interest rates. And so buyers started coming back into the marketplace. Um, we had one of the chief economists for the National Association of Realtors that got on there. And uh, they were just talking about, you know, the supply and demand issue, obviously, and the affordability factor. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the newer builders out in the marketplace, um, some of our track builders that are building, we talk about that move up buyer, that, you know, four hundred dollars to $800,000 price range, just depending on where you're at in the country, that that product is the hot product. There's a lot of that product going to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. But even if they built what they had, um, right April, they just don't have enough inventory. It's true. And so a lot of this resulted from the crash that we had. Mm-hmm. You know, three or four years, there was just no new construction. Right. Well, now we're flooded. Now we're flooded of, of new construction. We say flooded, they still think we're down. Yeah, they still say that we're down, but it's still hot with new construction, which is kind of strange because they say the builders can't keep up with the demand. And so therefore, they may even be able to up their prices a little bit more. Well, let's talk kind of crazy. Let's talk about some of the ranges across the country and we're going to price ranges and, and how that's affected. So this is across the whole U.S. And, and give you a kind of indication. So our South, we're in the South. It's down about 10% from zero to $100,000. Um, it's kind of your low level, entry level stuff. That product's just not there. That's yeah. one of the challenges. Uh, 100 to 250, we're about up 2.5%. Mm-hmm. 250 to 500 range, we're at 5.3%. Your five to 700,000 is up 45 and then, of course, our 750 to a million uh, is up a half percentage point. Hmm. And then our million, our luxury market, 
um, we do a lot in is 8.4%. Wow. So why do you see that the luxury homes are coming to the market and selling? Because there's a move. And I think there's an opportunity now, of course, last two or three years have been that product five years ago was a harder sell. Yes. And so, was. you know, obviously at 8.4%, that's good to see that. Yeah, that's um, good. So locally, I would say, or of course, nationally, our inventory is to a point where it's challenging, you know, yes. right? Like it's challenging for buyers that are in that 250 range or 300 range. Mm-hmm. You can just find a product. I know you've dealt with several clients um, that you've helped, little first-time buyers yes. or move up or they're downsizing. Some of our seniors are moving to that entry-level condo or single family. And it's just so hard to find it. It is hard to find. Now, my clients have been looking from um, about 180 under and it's been really difficult for them. I know one of my buyers had to kind of go out of the area that they were wanting to stay in just so that they could find something in their price range. And then um, other buyers, my other buyer, they they were in multiple offer situations just because they were in that price range. And so it was a little bit difficult for them to find something. So as soon as something hit the market, they had to be right on it to make sure, you know, if they wanted it, they had to put full price in and pay their own closing cost. So that's just the price range for that certain home that is going so quickly. But Well, I think some of that it comes down to, we go that supply and demand and some of that product. We talk about the new construction market and building that product. And what I was listening to is some of the bigger track builders are now getting it, realizing that there's an opportunity mm-hmm. that they can produce that product at a very high level. Definitely. And uh, that will open up a lot more inventory in that in that price range. Yes. Because there's just a big demand for that. The, right. the product really is, is. That product is just not out there right now. Mm-hmm. And then so it gets to the market and going, okay, well, where is the housing market? Why are the sales down? And you and I mentioned some of the sales year over year, and we'll go in the Knoxville market. I don't know if you want to maybe pull that and see kind of where we're at, mm-hmm. but uh, where are we at in the Knoxville market, the housing market sales over last year versus this year? Well, it looks like that the sold homes last year were 7,926, and this year so far it's um, 7,017. That doesn't make any sense, does it? About down 2%. I think that's what that means. So you got my no, stat. I, my I, got, I got my stat girl. No, so so this is the number so of souls versus last year. So we're so basically she can't read my handwriting, but basically like we're down we're down two percent from last year. So seven thousand nine hundred twenty six homes sold last year in the Knox County alone, and there's this year is only sold uh, year over year is about seven seven one seven year over year comparison. It's about two percent difference. Last year this time, of course, this year was uh, actives on the market, 11,269. This year, 10,944. So get a down 2% on that as well. So, I mean, what we're getting at is, of course, across the region, across the U.S., we have some issues with um, inventory. The challenges in our area, we had some flooding and some weather issues. So a lot of the inventory that you was on the market at that time that had mm-hmm. some issues, they're pulled off the market or people were doing some repairs. So if they were going to put their house in the market, they put that on hold. And some of those properties didn't even come on the market. So some of that inventory that would normally be there is not there now. Uh, some of the existing home sales across the region, uh, where most of the sales, if you're looking to get an idea of kind of where most of the sales are coming from, the South, our area, good old Tennessee, of course, all the South is bringing in about 43% uh, 
uh, bringing in the second tier, kind of bringing up in the, in the uh, second position there is 23% in the Midwest. Uh, we'll go up to our friends in the West Coast, West Coast Life, 21%, and then the Northeast is about 13%. So most of the business, most of the home sales coming from those reports are coming from the South um, on those sales. What do you what do you foresee in that challenge? I know you and I talked about on the radio show about the Northeast or the upper states, um, and we're seeing a lot of relocation here. How do you think these sales or lack of inventory or prices are affecting people, let's say North, you know, relocating South? Well, we have actually helped um, a lot of buyers recently that are from the North. And one specific couple said that they want to relocate down here because not only do they love the area, but the taxes are so high. And I believe that's in Indiana. And um, they just said that they just cannot deal with the taxes anymore. And so they want to relocate here. Now on the flip side, we've had, um, actually I've helped a couple of buyers from New York that have relocated down here as well. And they just said that they love the area and um, you know, that the state of New York is changing a little bit. And so they want a little bit of, you know, different scenery. But I think a lot of people are drawn here because of our taxes. Because liberal, liberal Democrats. Yes, <laughs> and they are not. And so that's why they wanted to move here. Well, so. I mean, and, and and not get into politics, but I don't. However, you look at it, just a democratic area is run. You know, um, it's about taxation, and right. you know, when your real estate taxes are twenty, thirty grand a year, mm-hmm. you know, and then you've got state tax on the income and state tax on you know, your businesses, they're just driving people out of the area. Right. And so we're seeing a lot of that opportunity come down to our area in the uh, South. Of course, Tennessee, we have no state taxes and. A lot of opportunities for retirees and things mm-hmm. like that, and our housing across the U.S. as a whole is pretty affordable. Right. You know, we've got a we've got a balanced lifestyle here of luxury properties that are in the lake and estates, but then you've got a lot of of your mid stuff that's your you know 180 to probably all the way up to 700 thousand. That's a wide variety. Exactly, and then here also we had um, we held an open house this weekend, and we had some clients come through that they were looking to relocate here. And although they lived in the west part of Tennessee, they said, you know, it's kind of flat there. We don't have any lakes. What they call a lake is really a pond. And so this area, I thought, man, we are just surrounded by I don't know how many lakes. Five, it's just crazy. And we have all the mountainous areas and um, all the tourist scenery and everything. So. That's why they wanted to relocate here. So it's kind of nice. But um, then again, you have everyone that wants to relocate here, yet our inventory is low. So that's the challenge. I think across the, I think across the board, you're going to see that inventory level. And, and why some of that is, April and I were chatting before the podcast, and we're like, well, why is that? Well, so we've seen the rates dip again. I think uh, it starts with some of the interest rates. A lot of people that were in the market, we know we take it for granted. We've been in the real estate market for 20 years, and we understand that people just don't buy homes and sell every couple of years. It's usually a five to seven year cycle or longer. And so understanding that a lot of people that were in the market three years ago, maybe two years ago, where they had their home on the market and they were kind of thinking about moving up and buying something or um, selling, some of those guys, either they weren't able to sell what they wanted to on the pricing, and they ended up refinancing. It's true. You know, ended up re- refinancing their home and got a lower interest rate, maybe took out some money in equity and paid some bills and decided to stay there. Well, now that opportunity and in inventory in the markets no, is no more. 
Mm-hmm. And so that on com- a combination of some sellers uh, just not wanting to sell. And I think what you're finding is not the selling side. Because we always talk about the market and the real estate market of um, it's a buyer and a seller. You know, what is obviously what real estate's all about. But but the reality is it's I'm selling this one. And what's the biggest challenge? I've got to find one. So it's a great opportunity in the market where we're at now for sellers. And even now with 3.9% of months of supply, it still is a great opportunity to sell a home. The challenge as the buyers in any price range, whether you are entry-level buyers or you're downsizing, or you move on up to your four or $500,000 is what you have to pay. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the new construction. They were talking about that yesterday. Expect prices to rise on new construction because just the supply and demand of the cost. Exactly. And so w- what happens is those buyers eventually, they price themselves out of the market. You know, the costs are rising so much that they've just pulled out. And mm-hmm. then we talk about the millennials. Where, where are they at in the whole process? And some of those guys are not even growing up going, hey, I don't even need to buy a house. I'll just rent. And that opportunity where they, they see no value in that. And so you got a challenge of that home ownership is not as uh, strong in some of the millennials. Some of our seniors are downsizing because, you know, it's just that time of life. They don't need that much space. So they're going to something smaller. Um, our entry-level guys are getting married, starting a family. Uh, they're on a certain fixed budget, but there's not much of that product. So they're going to rent. Mm-hmm. And then you look at all that in the market. And then that's kind of some of what I think is is affected the uh, supply and inventory. Interesting. Now you, you go out in reverse with the market starts seeing some of the corrections, what we're seeing some, and layoffs start coming in, which is it always happens. Um, values or people are not moving across the country. Then you start seeing more increase in inventory. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and then the the unfortunate part of the marketplace is if you've got so many homes for sale in the area. You've only got a couple opportunities to get it sold, but usually one of those options is you have to start adjusting the prices. Mm-hmm. And what happens is one sells in, in the neighborhood and they sell for less, and this guy sells for less because their motivation is a lot stronger. Exactly. Job transfer, divorce situation, loved one passed, and then now buyers come in at the opportunity and they're looking for a good deal, and mm-hmm. there we go with the prices adjusted. Right. And it doesn't take much. Um, in this marketplace for a 5 to 10% adjustment to you making decisions whether either you're upside down or you're not even making the move because you just don't have enough equity to stretch forward to the new purchase. So, mm-hmm. And we were talking about appraisal issues as well. And, and that's come up. Yeah, and that's what you saw in one of these appraisals that we've had the last two here recently. Yes. What are you seeing on those appraisals? Do you think the appraisers are tightening down a little bit? Yes, they are. A lot, it seems like. Why do you think that so. is? Well, I think that they're just um, with the lenders and um, the lenders are tightening down on the loans that they, you know, provide for the buyers and the appraisers are just, even when you said that some of the buyers or some of the sellers are very motivated and they sell their homes for less, well, now they have that to compare to. And they say, oh, well, this home, this home down here sold for, you know, $10,000, $20,000 less. Well, maybe, you know, that seller was a little more motivated and really needed to get out and took the cash offer. So that comes to play with it as well. So unfortunately, we've seen that with two of our homes recently. And I think the days of our sellers are understanding the marketplace that there's not five multiple offers. There's not... You know, I list it for sale by owner and there's mm-hmm. 20 people beating down the doors. Right. Usually that's just the realtors. 
I mean, mm-hmm. seriously, True. you know, I mean, so, you know, you're getting a lot of the buyers that are, that are starting the process that they're just started looking and it's a process. They're taking longer in the mm-hmm. cycle. They are. And so the days of just, you know, kind of putting it out there and expecting that is, I think a change in a mind shift. It's kind of like interest rates. Um, I've got an investment property that we own. It's at 6% rate. Mm-hmm. And I've had it back then whenever we, we had it, it was a really good rate. Right. But now we're at two or three percentage points, uh, two or three points. And uh, we're, we expect that consistently across the country. And, and that's not the norm. Exactly. You know, we, we, it's just a below market rate, just like our inventory or our supply levels are below market. So it's it's great when it lasts. It's great when mm-hmm. it's here, but mm-hmm. that's not the norm. And so um, I think you expect here as we kind of close this down, 2019 is going to be a very, very strong year. Uh, yes, there's going to be a lack of inventory. We're going to have some challenges. And I think you guys seeing across the country, weather has impacted and it always does this time of year. So some of the numbers that we're, you know, we're giving you check back with us as next month, some of these will be adjusted. And of course, we've got a couple more days for the end of the year, mm-hmm. end of the month, refuse. Um, and um, so those may adjust. So uh, maybe the numbers not as dramatic as what we're seeing, but still something to look at, I think that, that drew your attention and what we expect. So um, overall, 2019, I think if you're going to sell, I was telling a client that if you're mm-hmm. going to sell, if you're going to do it, whatever price range you're in, you got a great opportunity. There's the most amount of people looking um, with the midterm elections and all that that's going on. They're probably not going to move things. They'll keep things nice and steady. Yes. Steady stream across the that's board. I don't right. care which side you're on, which is good for us in the real estate market because if everybody's happy, consumer confidence mm-hmm. is good, mm-hmm. everybody's buying, we're yes. happy. Yeah. And, and, and if you're selling, if you're a seller, that's a good opportunity. Uh, exactly. where, where we go in 2020, we really don't know. Right. And and so keep that in mind. So is it closed? This is your first podcast. What do you think? It is. It's it is. Cool? Yeah. You like it? I know. It's the kind of the same as the radio. It's the same. It's different, man. It's Just different. No, break. no No camera, man. Just kind of neat. It's kind of... 101 for you guys listening on the podcast and uh, have more information. We talk about all topics here. It's not just real estate. We do a business related mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do a segment. Maybe I can get a segment with you. We're talking about time. Uh, this weekend, we're trying to crunch in some things. And uh, what do you do to maximize your time? Kind of balance your family, mm-hmm. home life. How do you get all the craziness and how do you make it work? We'll talk more about that on one of the upcoming podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, right? It is. Hey, thank you guys for staying with us on our podcast. Follow us for more information. You can check us out on my website, ryancoleman.org. You need me at all, it's 865-693-7653. Make sure you show us some love on the podcast. Give us some good ratings and uh, share it with some friends. Uh, put a lot of time and effort in here. Hope you see receive the value here That's right. and hope to follow us next time that we do it so till next time we got to cut out of here you guys be great and hope to see you next time thank you